0: One, two, three, testing. Can you hear me? I sound great. All right.
1: All right. Welcome to Signal Soundbites. I'm Brandon Pena, managing editor of The Signal. And today we are doing some roundtable discussion ish thing. Uh, so, with me today are four awesome co hosts that are going to introduce themselves. So, we'll start with Leaf.
0: Hi, I'm Leaf. Uh, I'm a reporter at The Signal. Um, Interesting fact about me, I have about 2,000 roaches in my garage that I raise. They're like my babies. Um, Yeah, they're awesome. I let them crawl on me, um, and I feed them to my bearded dragon, so... uh, That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Handing it off to the next
2: Trey here. Hi, I'm Trey. I'm a reporter for The Signal, and I am an unsuccessful robot sent from the future to the past to improve my skills. Sounds about right.
3: Hi, I'm Sam Sedell. I'm the uh, online editor this semester. Um, I just found out I'm blind in one eye, so that's cool.
4: (laughs) Hey guys, it's Lindsay. I'm the audience engagement editor for The Signal, and I love live music. My favorite band is The String Cheese Incident.
3: Sounds cheesy. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's
0: like a... Something we need to talk about right now, which is you're blind in one eye. How did you find this yeah. out?
3: Uh, I haven't been to the eye doctor ever, and you just didn't realize it. You're
0: just like you know. No, I, I, so I've so
3: noticed it. that my right eye has deteriorated uh, over the past, I don't know, like ten years. In fact, the last time I went to go get a driver's license, they were like triple asking me questions about what I was reading on the eye exam, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good to drive. Just give me the damn car. <laughs> Wait, they still gave us. you the license? Yeah, yeah, they're they st- like. We just want to make sure you know
2: that you're blind. Exactly. Right? It's
3: cool. um, <laughs> but by chance I was like, well, I have health insurance now, so maybe I should go to the eye doctor. Okay. And so I decided alone? to do that. I've been putting it off for like the past three months, <laughs> and uh, yeah, at least my eyes are healthy, but I just can't see out of my right eye very well.
0: well. So there goes your depth perception. Well, Can actually... Can you still drive?
3: Yeah, well, um, at least not until my eyes get undilated, but... Oh, yeah. You're wearing <laughs> um, shades. Basically, my left eye is really, really strong, and my right eye is not. So it's been compensating for all this time, and like, while I look at things really, really clear, and since I do all the design work and stuff, it's like, have I just been seeing sharply this whole time, or have I just been imagining it? Now I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what is reality? What is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They put that machine in front of you to like really, like, you know, to measure your your focal depth and all that. Yeah. And I'm looking at, it, I'm like, it keeps going back and forth, and I'm like, what is what what am I even seeing? What is you know real? <laughs>
1: well, this is real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. So now so. I know. Um,
3: well, so at some point to in time, that. I'm gonna buy some glasses. But until then, like, so you should just, just keep... keep those. for <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> Those are sweet. Honestly, yeah. I do it. They're knock they Yeah, they're fantastic.
1: Yeah, they're, yeah cool. they're very good.
3: Yeah. But
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to start jumping into topics, guys. So Trey, why don't you kick us off with fake news?
2: Fake news. All right, so this has been something that's blowing up literally everywhere all the time. Everyone's screaming fake news. The president is screaming fake news at the New York Times and the Washington Post. Facebook is screaming fake news at each other constantly because that's what Facebook is good at. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has said, we can't personally crack down on fake news, and a bunch of fact-checking websites said, no, we can crack down on fake news, you just don't want to, and then they introduced a news section. So, what is fake news? What do you, what do you guys, what do you, what do you define as fake news?
3: I read a really great call article once that was like, Nickelodeon came and took over my school and then never left. Obviously, that's fake news, but... <laughs> but that's also yeah. awesome. It is awesome, yeah. It was actually oh really funny. Oh my god, did they have pictures? Dreams, dreams, no, I wish, it. but the, the storytelling was excellent because it started with the whole, like, um, the dude from Guts came in and then they slimed oh. a principal in the face. Oh. And then, apparently, they came into classrooms and did this every 30 minutes. What? Like, as if it was a military procedure. Oh god. So, awesome. <laughs> so that's by the end of it, quickly. the SWAT team had to come in and basically kick Nickelodeon out. It was a really great story. Um, <laughs> But obviously that's fake news because yeah. it's satire entirely. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. It is. Right? Okay. So like fake news meant to be
1: just stories that yeah. have falsified information with the intention to mislead the audience, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Is that that's, fake news or is that
0: satire?
1: Well, it depends on, I guess, the story, the article, right?
4: Yeah, I think uh, fake news, I agree with Brandon. It's It has to do with satire. I think people taking things um, that aren't meant that maybe aren't meant to be taken true. Some people take them and run with them. And just go. yesterday, actually, I read
3: a Facebook post where somebody had shared it to a group, um, and it was like, "Hey, some parents may not let them, you know, let their kids see the new Beauty and the Beast because of this scene." And basically, it was referring to one of the characters possibly being gay and having a gay open moment mm-hmm. in the film. Um, but the thing is that the article was actually from um, like a Christian. You know,
4: yes, yeah. Christian
3: so news source. So they obviously, was, had an agenda. Exactly, there was an agenda in mind, and yeah. even then, it wasn't even that. It was really news. It was like, hey, this is in the movie, so don't yeah. go see it. See that? That's that's heading on it. Yeah. yeah,
0: we've covered two types of fake news, exactly. as, as so to speak. I only like call. So
2: it there's yeah. like a good there. There's like twelve different types of fake news out there. Uh, I mean. There's fake news, which is news that's just absolutely false, which can fall under satire or clickbait or whatever you want to call it, like something funny. But it also is upfront about it, it's like The Onion. They tell you this is false. Obviously Joe Biden was not snowboarding, and obviously the snow wasn't cocaine. That's a false story, his life is just awesome. But there's things like conspiracy websites. There's things that are just rumor mills, Uh, Entertainment Weekly. Like that would be a rumor mill which could be considered fake news because it's all just speculation and uh, uh, junk science. You know, you you get a lot, like the autism and vaccines thing. There's no firm science behind it, but it gets spread around. So that's another type of fake news. Um, Again, clickbait where you see a misleading article title like say, mothers around the country are screaming at the new Beauty and the Beast movie. And it's like, okay, well, it was one mom in Wisconsin and she wrote something on Facebook and didn't even use all caps. Like, that's <laughs> not screaming, that's not around the country. And yeah, the, and then uh, hate news as well, hate speech. And then what could also follow under fake news is news websites that have a very strong political bend, state-sponsored news, straight-up propaganda can be considered fake news. So we're dealing with a pretty broad thing here, and it's really difficult to narrow that down to like, we need to get rid of fake news. Well, then we kind of have to censor all private and publicly funded news, because everyone has an agenda, especially when you're dealing with news that run off of advertising revenue. Exactly. It's no longer telling you the news. It's a TV channel with commercials, with little bits of facts in between that may or may not keep you watching for the next commercial. So, what I did find, though, when I was looking at fake news, is that there's a lot more tools out there for spotting fake news, or at least yes. telling you like what you're going to be looking for and what you you need to look out for. And one of my favorite things that I use is a little plugin for Chrome. I got it on Chrome, Safari, mobile, uh, Android, iOS. Internet Explorer and it's called BS Detector. And it just puts a little banner at the top of the webpage and it's like, warning, this website has, you know, very strong political leanings towards the left or the right. Uh, this website has been known to you know spout conspiracy theories. This website has been known to just outright lie. Or even this website is satire. Like it pops up on The Onion and it's like, this is a satire website, in case you didn't know. It (laughs) pops up on InfoWars and it's like this site's obsessed with conspiracies, in case you didn't know. But what do you think might be the downfall of something like that? Who's, who's the gatekeepers? Who's yeah, controlling exactly. it? <laughs> yeah, so what I found out was uh, they use a service called uh, what is it? opensources.co, which created an algorithm that checks all of these websites as they come up. It, it checks the domain name, they look at the domain name, Is WordPress involved, it's a ironically. Uh, they look up the website and see if it's ever been searched on Snopes Fact Checker, Fact Checker if anything's come up in the past. They analyze the sources. Do the sources actually support the article? Because you'll get an article about an amendment that says that students no longer, you know, are allowed to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance or are forced to stand for the Pledge. And a link to an HR bill and you're like, oh, okay, well, go look at that and then there's nothing in the bill. But you see the link and you're like, oh, they've got sources. We'll go through and check sources. But the downfall of that is that, yeah, it's human run. There's always room for human error and human influence. It's open source and open submission and it's subject to the group's ruling. But...
3: I think that's stronger though than just being like a whitelist of websites yeah. that, you know.
2: Okay. Yeah, they, they get pretty thorough into it when they uh, they wanna check these things. But at the end of the day also, there's no such thing as an objective human like there's no purely objective person everyone has an agenda whether it's just to eat and procreate and sleep so there's only so far you can go with it unless we just give in to the machines
1: i think a lot of it is you know we as journalists are supposed to be objective and i think the natural intention is to be objective And look at things in a very factual way mm-hmm. um, And I think it all kind of relies on word choice mm-hmm. You know, if you use certain words You can determine Well, you can really alter the way it's read You can mm-hmm. alter the way that a reader sees it And interprets it I so. read an article by Steve Inskeep It uh, said, how to, how to tell fake news From real news and post-truth era mm-hmm. And he has some really cool um Just general things for you to look out for such as does the headline match the article are the quotes in context Uh, does the story attack a generic enemy such as like Trump supporters the left Washington those sort of like generalizations and who are who is the news source Uh, you know some sites they have very compelling stories but do they gather their information I guess you would say in a very factual way? Yeah. Or, you know. Professional. Yeah. yeah. Professional. It, or is it just strictly leaning more towards one side of it instead yeah. of getting the full story?
2: I've noticed also that a lot of fake news deals with, I mean, yeah, there's there's a website pumping out a fake news story about Batboy and Bigfoot every three seconds. <laughs> which is fine. We'll leave Batboy out of it. Right. He's right. <laughs> right, down right. there running Florida. We'll leave Batboy out, out of it. Scott. Probably like Batman, oh, that's copyrighted. Uh, Bat-adult. Um, so, but there, there's there's always going to be stuff like that being produced. A lot of the fake news dilemma is people sharing it on social media, which is you know kind of how we get most of our news these days. If there's a breaking story in your area, someone somewhere is probably tweeting or posting about it. And it comes down to a lot of people just being lazy? But I don't mean that in a negative way.
3: I don't think it's so much laziness because I think that the really the scary thing to me is that people don't know whether what they're reading or not is is yeah. believable. Well, yeah. But the thing is that you have these you have people now that we've just become so accustomed to having the information thrown at us. Yeah. That it's they the legi- they legitimately don't know how to, you know, decipher it. Yeah.
2: But also even if you knew how to decipher it If you're in between classes or you're on a break at work and you see a post and it's completely just, it it, it attracts your attention and you're like, what the hell? You go and you look at it and you're like, oh my God, this is entirely false. And you see friends are posting it. Do you step in? Do you take the time to explain how and why it's false? Do you like, yes, immediately. (laughs) Yes. Tell everybody. Repost it yeah. with, with an explanation. Yes. If you've got only three minutes and you've got to cite every single reason why it's false. I'm late to class. You gotta be a real. <laughs> cyber.
4: Or you can just say, hey, that's fake, and you can, or false, you can look at it. If you do research yourself, you will find that out.
0: That is a statement that will piss off everybody.
2: So, on yeah,
4: So what said. I did, I home. Do you ran across
0: this yesterday right. and, and I didn't have time yeah. and I said, Fake news, so, you know. I just posted that fake news, and then I got I'm like, now I sound like Donald Trump. You know? Yeah, that's the so, thing. So I went back and yeah. I responded to my fake news comment, and I said I'm gonna. I rated it. I rated yeah. it, and then I broke it down into why it was wrong. They were using one source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was a questionable article. Was yeah. it false? I don't know. I couldn't figure that out, but I couldn't confirm it either. And yeah. so, you can't take these things as true immediately. And the article in question was, I mean, I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to spread that nonsense.
2: (laughs) That's the other thing. Don't feed the trolls. That's one of the biggest rules of the internet. And at some times, like, responding to fake news feeds into the trolls who say, you're just censoring the real news. And it's like, no, I'm not. But every time you respond, you're just feeding into, ha, see, they're just defending themselves because they know they're wrong. Oh, my God. You're so frustrating.
0: you anonymous <laughs> imaginary person that I'm arguing with in my head. And that's the thing, there's a million of them. There's yeah. a billion of them. You're, yeah. You can argue all day or it feels that way. and you will not accomplish anything. So. I mean,
2: there's news articles now that are generated by computers. Like yeah. just yep. algorithm built news blurbs. How do you argue with an algorithm? <laughs> how, how do you defend an algorithm and how do you defend the things that you know to be true when the uphill battle of just getting rid of the things that aren't true is just
0: overwhelming So Sometimes. the way the way I look at it, I think, and, and people who are producing this stuff on purpose or with the intent of misleading people, those are the ones we need to be worried about. Like the mm-hmm. satire, the onion, yeah, yeah you know, that's, that's good and all, you need to be aware of it, that it's fake, but yeah. I, I think everybody's aware that it's fake, but the stuff that's intentionally misleading, that's intentionally fake, mm-hmm. They're betting on oversaturation. They're betting on piling on enough stuff that you can never get rid of it one at a time. So yeah. so essentially you can't go one at a time and pick each fact yeah. of each fact apart. You have to go to the root of the problem, which is the rhetoric, which I is mean, the... It's, it's the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah. It, no matter how
2: much the evidence stacks up against it, once you get that little thing running in people's heads, public perception. But, so I, I use these, these plugins and I know that they're susceptible to communities, and whatnot, but I, I check them once in a while, I check the websites that they've whitelisted and I look into it and I do my homework anyway, because yeah. I mean, that's one, my job and two, I'm just a stickler for facts and grammar and kind of an asshole, but I check into it and I look into it and then I, you know, just keep an eye out for my friends and I'm like, yo dog, that source is unreliable you should check yourself before you wreck Snopes yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's Snopes that's it, fact check <laughs>
0: politifact Washington Post fact Nine times out of 10 if there's something I'm wondering about and I Google it and Snopes pops up, I just, you know, I don't even need to go <laughs> But I will, I will, inform yeah. myself. Yeah. That's
2: what it's about. It's all about building habits. Uh I'm sure we'll provide a link to all these fact oh, yeah, checking websites right. at the end of the podcast wherever yeah. we post it. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out and you have to be the pool lifeguard for your friends drowning in lies.
1: That is a great metaphor. <laughs> turn, off the, turn off the info ones. Yeah. yeah. We are all lifeguards and it's our duty to rescue our friends from fake news. Yeah, teach teaches you know, people how to swim. In from, drowning in fake fake from drowning in fake news. Drowning in lies
2: <laughs> and fake news. <laughs> all yeah.
1: right, so moving on, we are gonna talk about the smoking policy here at the UHCO. Um Currently, The University Life Committee has proposed for UHCL to change its smoking policy to become a tobacco and smoke-free campus. The proposed policy would change where uh, it would prohibit people from smoking uh, in the parking lots and on campus grounds, however, they can still smoke in personal vehicles. The current policy approved by the University Council and President Staples uh, back in 2014 Currently, you can smoke in designated areas here on campus, wherever there are signs. Um, so, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Where should smokers be smoking, if anywhere, on campus? The roof. The roof. That would be dope. That <laughs> well, would be dope. Actually, I'd be down <laughs> to do I would walk up to them to I solve would, all the I problems. I don't even smoke. But that's what I they do in anime, right? <laughs> no, I would. I, would I wouldn't that. advise anybody going on the roof. <laughs> what about yes. railing system? <laughs> it would be it would be good. Yeah. What I wonder
0: is.
2: Like, what What do they. What, this applies to all smoking and tobacco products, right? Yes. So, okay. So. You should be able to vape. There's no actual tobacco product in vaping, but according to state law, vaping is considered a tobacco based product. Why well, don't they extract the nicotine from tobacco? Well, yeah, that's a tobacco. They can also it's a tobacco product. Right? Yeah. It's a product well, of marijuana. Marijuana. You can get nicotine <laughs> from a lot of places that aren't yes. tobacco. I will say that. Um, and some of it doesn't even have nicotine in it. Right. Some people just do it because they're quitting smoke. I know a guy that and does caffeine. Right? He yeah. stopped drinking coffee yeah. and does caffeine. No, there's no. a way to do alcohol in it. Sure. I just um, found out somebody I know actually vapes essential oils. There's yeah, like yeah. that's cool. So that's one way. Uh, or dipping tobacco. Like, mm-hmm. there's no smoke generated in that. You're not giving anyone cancer with that. But you have to go to your car to dip for five
4: minutes. Well, and if you can smoke in your car, I mean. <laughs> every you see everybody driving down the road they just flick their cigarette butt out of the window so everyone's just gonna sit in their car they're not gonna put out their cigarette butt and as the the, non-existent resident
0: cigarette smoker I will for myself I know a lot of my fellow cigarette smokers throw their butts everywhere but I put each one I flip the the cherry out and I stick it in my car yeah my car smells like an ashtray and that's my other point so do they Our expect you steaks. to like
2: do they do they want you to roll down your windows or do they want you to hot box it with cigarettes? <laughs> like what about students walking in the parking lot? Is that not also school property? Exactly. Okay.
3: What what are
1: they I mean another thing would be also what about students who don't have cars?
2: Ooh. Where are they
1: supposed to go? What, people would so, just, or we just, people who have cars, but you don't have time in between classes to walk yeah. all the way to their car. To
2: like, start. do they want me to stand in the parking lot to vape? Because, like, what's the distance from parking lot to sidewalk? Am I supposed to just stand in the
0: middle of it? Do they want me to stand on the grass? Like, so my question is this: Who wants this policy? Do any of y'all want it? No. Or do y'all think no. it's no. a good? I help? don't.
4: I, I mean, don't smoke, and I I think it's silly. I think I, I
3: deal with that. enough people who smoke that I would rather not see them be tortured. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know, you want, by not, you not know, being able so to like smoke. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't smoke. I think that one of the concerns is for non-smokers is this secondhand smoke and having to walk through it in between the entrances. I know, I don't know what the is called, but out in the patio, when people oh, are the smoking, yeah, yeah. Uh, there have been complaints that, you know, students walk through and right. faculty that are smelling it or inhaling that um, yeah. second-hand smoke so I mean that is a concern I think maybe something I, I wouldn't go as far as saying you can't smoke yeah. anywhere on campus you can't smoke anywhere even in the parking lot because yeah. I
2: mean that there's faculty that smoke like, yeah I
1: think there needs to be more clarification of where designated areas are and a stronger enforcement of where those areas are right
4: yeah, yeah I can get behind that And also,
0: Brandon raises a good point. Is that I mean, as a smoker, here I am, you know, the the smoker of the group. Um, But as I walk out that entrance over there, have been inside this building all day. I will smell cigarette smoke all the way down that hall. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I think it should be moved. But that's you know a logistical problem banning it outright is a little. That I understand.
2: But also, let's keep in mind, this is the same school that refuses to build a new parking lot. After increasing the population of its students, like what, twofold, threefold? This is the same school that doesn't want to hire new faculty to teach these students. The school is terrible at budgeting. This is my personal opinion. I do not speak on behalf (laughs) of the signal when I say this. But, I don't know, the school decides where and what to build. Like, they, they work with each other. They're currently replacing lights. They want to increase the Wi Fi signal. They're trying to fix holes in the walls and bathroom problems. Like, They have their own budget of what to fix and where. There are places on this campus that no one goes to that are just untouched fields of land. And they're in between buildings. They're away from entrances. Like, there's a bench on a slab of concrete that has no sidewalk connecting to it.
1: I've seen that. Why?
2: (laughs) Nowhere near a door. Nowhere near a door. Nowhere near people. Like, put an umbrella over it put an ashtray next to it, empty it out every night, like whatever.
0: I think we fixed the budgeting problem too.
2: Yeah, it's there, man. Like, come on. You don't have to ban people to their cars to get rid of smokers. You just relocate them, but you don't relocate them across the street because you're terrified of smoking. Smoking is more like, like getting cancer from smoking is more closely linked to genetics than it is to actually smoking. If your genetics, like if you have a long family history of lung cancer, I'm sorry, Nature has determined you will die from smoking.
0: I I had a friend who went here and was doing a research project. Um, They were studying air pollution. Mm -hmm. Now, he told me about it. I don't have the paper in front of Mm -hmm. me, so I could be making this all. But I'm going from what he said. He said that they were doing a study on pollution in this area and that uh, on Bay Area during rush hour traffic, the pollution is so bad that it actually doubles your chances of having a heart attack. So, I mean, and then down the street, down the street, what, two miles, you have Goodyear, you have Lyondale, you have yeah. a smorgasbord of chemical plants, yeah. and they release chemicals, they have leaks. I've actually been driving down that street and had chemicals spray onto the car I was driving in. Yeah, yeah. it was... So, I mean, cigarette smoke it is... To me, it's like that's, drop in the ocean. That's, yeah, yeah, wow. that's, that's not the big problem. That's yeah. the popular target to a much bigger. And it's easy problem. because cigarette smokers. They're you know. We're also. To get on my high horse, but it's the last group that it's easy to like to ostracize and yeah. segregate and target and speak bad. It about because, smells um, bad. Well, your voice is
2: annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
0: what, what can I tell you? But like, no, they can't change yeah. that.
2: We're downwind from, what, three major airports. We're upwind from, or sometimes downwind because we're on the best latitude for jet streams right now. Uh, we're sometimes downwind from some of the largest
0: plant hubs. On second, the- second largest oil refinery is... Exxon Mobil in the United States. It's yeah. Exxon Mobil in Baytown over there. So yeah, that's
2: not to mention the refineries that are all along Texas City. The, yeah. the, the, the mention, I mean, NASA's right there, and yeah, I'm sure they're not. We're surrounded. Yeah, we're surrounded <laughs> yeah. by everything, and we're in this tiny little nature reserve. And they're like, no, but we want smokers in their cars. Like, dude, come <laughs> on. Like, and it's kind of interesting you can't smoke in the
1: parking lot but even use smoke in your personal vehicle right
2: so, so if i bring my personal vehicle like right up onto the steps and just chill like does a bicycle count as a personal vehicle there's a question
4: and then who's going to enforce it how are they going to enforce exactly. it well, are per- people going to get tickets or
1: apparently well, the policy says uh, the enforcement of the university smoking policy will rely heavily on a shared responsibility of each member of the university community. As members of this community, it will be our responsibility to help educate one another and guests with regards to our smoking policy, to Uh include directing them to the appropriate smoking areas. If community members or guests fail to adhere to our smoking policy, university police can be contacted. So I'm placing is, you under citizens arrest. Right. Oh my right. god! <laughs> We're <laughs> policing each other yes. because a of smoking. Essentially,
0: what it is, We're turning everybody into narks. Okay, so <laughs> what
2: what level along is this, and do students and faculty have any say in the voting process?
1: Currently, I believe it's just been a proposal to from the University Life Committee to the UHCL. Um, okay. I think they had a poll for, uh, or like a yeah, like a Ooh, survey yeah. for uh, faculty i mm-hmm. uh, not sure what the results are on those yet, but uh, it's kind of just a result. Also,
2: all. if smokers are hotboxing their cars in between classes and they walk into class smelling strongly of cigarette smoke, doesn't that defeat the whole point of getting the smell of smoke away from the school? That's
4: a good point. It that is. is a very good point, because if you s- smoke in your car with the windows up, you're going to smell like a cigarette for a really <laughs> long time. Even
2: if you have the windows down and you're not moving, there's no airflow, like... Or if you have the car running and it's just smoking up the parking lot with, you know, car fumes like people. You
1: know. So of the five of us here, who are smokers or like tobacco users? I consume nicotine. Okay.
0: I definitely smoke. Okay.
4: You can I, hear it. I do not okay, I don't. <laughs> I
0: don't either. Okay. It gives us our radio voice. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs>
1: so of us, what where is your quick 30-second, this is my pitch for what the proposal should be or what the change should be, whether it should stay the same, whether it should be changed, or what's your solution?
2: I'm fine with us not being on the patio. There's a small gazebo outside the student services building that is far away enough from anyone that it doesn't bother anyone. There's ample opportunity to do something similar for the Bayou building. You put one in each corner of the school grounds and you're covered. There's no need to put us in cars, especially if one, you don't have a car, and two, you don't wanna die suffocating of smoke in a tiny box, and three, you don't wanna bring that into the classroom. So just put us off to the side. We're happy there. That's my
0: pitch. So I noticed you missed the Arbor Building. I would echo all that, but I would add right. in the Arbor Building. Yeah. There's uh, some back doors, a little back area. Some Nobody ever goes out behind the Arbor Building, let's be honest. Um, I don't have to smoke by the entrance over there. I don't want to smoke by the entrances, honestly. It makes me feel awkward. I don't yeah. want to blow smoke in people's faces. You know, I'm. I guess I'm the one courteous smoker. I try to. I try to wash my hands. I don't want the smell on me. But let's just. If we're gonna do something, let's move them. You know, I'll agree. The cap. The the cafe patio is an awful place to smoke. Yeah. And I will say
1: before that, you did go over and smoke. I don't smoke. Yeah. So there you
0: go. I did wash my hands.
1: That there.
4: <laughs> yeah uh i I agree with everyone just just move it I think you can make everyone happy or you know for the most part happy if you just move them away from major entrances like the patio cafe and that that uh bio building entrance right there I don't think you have to ban people to their cars so I think it's not really gonna do much
3: it would be neat if maybe they made like a covering for the patio or something that way you at least really segregate a little bit. And not really have to do a lot of construction but really I'm in the same I'm in the same vein of thought you know move it don't ban it
1: yeah. I would definitely say move it somewhere to where it's easily accessible and away from entrances but also help enforcing it more so more than just student policing saying hey you should not smoke there this is where you should smoke yeah. I think there needs to be some kind of and
2: technically according to the signs the older signs on the pillars on the patio the official smoking section is uh 20 feet away from both entrances it's between those two major pillars under the covered area which leaves one-third on each side of that area technically non-smoking sections you can look at the signs and be like smoking section non smoking section we just no one looks at the signs because they're twenty years old, a and b. <laughs> no one really enforces it because no one knows. Because the signs are twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Like we can, we can fix this. There's a solution
1: here. So moving on, yeah. I believe Leaf, you wanted to bring up Facebook
3: relevancy.
0: Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, it's. it's it's been around for a while now, right? It, it was has. you had to be in college to it's get it first, true. and then I, I have a friend
3: it. actually who was uh, he got like a video for being on Facebook for twelve years. Oh, Jesus, that's pretty, pretty good. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> no, um, Why? I recently, I, I I maybe go overboard on Facebook sometimes, commenting a lot, posting too much stuff. I mean, everybody's guilty of it, right? Um, maybe maybe not. Um, <laughs> but but so I was concerned about my online footprint, and what I did is I changed my name, and then I deleted the account. So anywhere, what's well, deactivated, but anywhere my comments existed, it's on under a different name now, so mm-hmm. it doesn't, so I'm trying to clean up my online. What platform. is that, uh, that I was adding a name? No, you don't get to know that. <laughs> okay. You know, that's for the, <laughs> uh, I don't want to <laughs> So
3: I actually, I had a friend who made a Facebook post in uh, last night, and I kind of told her how my feelings on Facebook are, and that I feel like Facebook creates a hostile environment for discussion, as a social media platform, because mm-hmm. the only way you can actually get attention on Facebook is by making some sort of extreme statement mm-hmm. that motivates people enough to either extremely agree with you or extremely disagree with you. Mm-hmm. There's no casual conversation anymore on Facebook. It's literally one way or the other. Yeah. It's, it's um, not
2: a place for friends. It's a place for arguments, thinly-veiled yeah. debates. Then, exactly. Yeah, and, if,
3: and if you're not in that, you know, yeah. prospect, then... Everything on your Facebook page looks like it's not real life because everything is overly positive. Nothing so. on Facebook is real life. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's but
0: the old cliche like we're tired of seeing your baby. Like we don't want to know what you ate today. You know, like yeah, yeah I uh, am tired of seeing your everybody. Baby. I, ate, I don't. want So, so, so <laughs> then what is left after you remove all that? Exactly. Yes. Why is piece? Well, yeah. Memes <laughs> is what's <laughs> actually no the. Um, yeah. <laughs> so
3: since having my daughter uh, eight months ago. The only things I use Facebook for now are for posting pictures of my baby <laughs> and dog memes. Okay. Two things. That's it. Everything you know, else, I've moved to Twitter. I remember <laughs> when, when I was like a teenager and I was growing up, and I'd
2: like have my new like girlfriend over, my mom would embarrass me by showing her photos of me as a baby in the photo album. Now, like if you are born today and Facebook <laughs> is still around when you're 16 or 17, there will be thousands of photos documenting your entire Entire life, growing up from messy, messy birth to Susie just made her first poop. It smells like whale oil. To <laughs> it, it, it just the entire tract of your life is covered by someone else, and there is no privacy for you left. If you're entering high school now and you were born, like you see what I'm saying. If you were born in like 2006. You're now 11 years old. You might be getting your first boyfriend or girlfriend. Your parents might have been covering you on social media as soon as you were born. And they can go find you. They can find you and find out if you're worthwhile by judging the last 11 years of your life, man.
3: <laughs> that's terrifying to yeah. me. It's like, very terrifying. So that's the yeah. question.
0: Are we putting too much stuff out there? Are we, are we relying too heavily on Facebook for this stuff?
2: I don't think we were ever taught how to use it.
3: No.
0: I they think was, that's, There was
2: but, no manual. Was there was no crazy. desire for it but it came out anyway and we just
0: alright so so do y'all use Facebook the same as you used to?
1: I don't use it as much as I used to I mean now I just use it to like for news and for like seeing what people are doing and, yeah. but mostly just for news I don't really post anymore I just kind of like because nobody really likes my posts anyways. That's not a I <laughs> like it anyways.
3: You like my posts. I don't right? see them very often though, because the algorithm hides you Exactly, that's true. that too. Yeah, and the algorithm
2: <laughs> hides things. The new
0: see first things, like certain people. That's yeah, I, I tapped out. So you can make sure you see <laughs> all your fake news first and get yeah. you really think. informed. No, it turns see. out I have
2: too many friends and contacts to uh, see first, so they just fill it up. Because anytime you like someone's like Page that, for their business, they're like, "Oh, we'll show you a post from that
0: and like four yeah. days ago." And I'm like, "Facebook." <laughs> I don't so. So that's what I really wanted to get at. Is Facebook still relevant? Is there an alternative?
3: I, I think it's definitely on the dying end. I think the only people that are actually heavily using Facebook are people who just weren't really part of internet culture to begin with, mm-hmm. and think they, they think that Facebook is all that there is
0: but I'm an anomaly maybe, because I was around for Zynga, I was around for MySpace, right. no, I've used too. Twitter, and I use a lot of Facebook. That's the other thing.
3: I rely too heavily on it.
2: When we first got on the internet, we were told, don't use your real name, oh, don't yeah, use exactly. your date of birth, don't yeah, get back your I'm phone number. I'm still
0: having problems with that.
2: Yeah, but like, that's what we were told. So all of our first social media accounts, like, it was all stupid usernames and fake you know, profile pictures, and you weren't actually you, and that was okay.
3: See, and that's yeah. actually why I like in Twitter more because the community on Twitter is based on people who have that type of thing. It's okay right. to be an anime picture yeah. or whatever it is. If you have a solid opinion, it comes out as that. You so. can
2: be sassy yeah. Donald Trump on Twitter. Exactly. Without yeah, you being can.
3: actual Donald Trump. <laughs> Facebook I think,
4: didn't lead it.
2: Yeah.
3: I've
1: started to become more involved in Twitter. Like I
2: started like to start
1: looking at it because before I was just kind of sitting there on my phone. I don't really look at it, but because I would
2: use. Facebook for my news. It's also know, very so. MySpace esque, isn't it? Because it is. mm-hmm. MySpace originally was just you have friends, you post statuses, that's it. Or like you post bulletins and you tag your friends in it, that's yeah. it. You post a picture, they comment,
3: they like. Well, see, and that's the other thing too is that with Facebook, it's so inclusive to people you know and people that they know, or people people that you know that other people know. Yeah. Um, but with something like Twitter, you can just jump on a hashtag, or you can just jump yeah. on a single thread of somebody else's tweet, you can communicate. and you get so much more globalization just from yeah. that alone.
0: Yeah. I yeah. guess that's my problem with Twitter, though, is like making those meaningful connections. Right, you, you know. need but something I, to jump onto. But I do onto. want that anonymous aspect, but I want the community as well. Mm-hmm. So and that's
3: yeah. the thing is that, like, for me, I didn't actually start using Twitter heavily until um, I started following, like, fighting game tournaments because they'd all use hashtags, jokes would happen in real time. Yeah. Things like that also happened, good. which you don't get that on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so now anytime something current happens in the world and I'm interested in a certain topic or a certain thing, like uh, like today the Switch came out. So I've been following it on Twitter on how many people have been waiting in line, how many people have missed out on this, whatever dumb Turns things have happened. <laughs> um, like people's Joy-Cons aren't working day one. Damn. Stuff like that. Um, it's a lot easier and more accessible for getting relevant information fast, mm-hmm. and it's more fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at the yeah. end of the day though, face. but then, um, say in about 24 hours from now, I'll go read an article or something that's shared on Facebook and watch how people come and comment on that one article. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be centralized discussion on Facebook because that's how Facebook works. Yeah.
0: And then you're trying to go find a, a discussion on Twitter later is like... It's hard, yeah. It's like digging through a pile of... You know, exactly. Movies.
4: I am using Twitter more. I agree with what you guys say. Um, Facebook, I just use for my family. My yeah.
3: It's really funny, and right, how, like, like when I joined Facebook, it was because it was not my space, yeah. and it was also, yeah. it was still invite-only to colleges, oh, yeah. uh, so I was like, all right, cool, I'm jumping on this, and it's, a, you know, it's exclusive, mm. I don't have to worry about all my normal friends and my family, because <laughs> they won't find me here. It's the exact reason you
2: probably left Facebook for Twitter, like... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <it's>, they can't <laughs> find me here. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, now, like I said, I use Facebook for sharing my baby pictures and dog memes,
2: I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a phone book and it's a photo album. Exactly. Yeah. It's a terrible photo album, by the way. It's trying to be everything. <laughs> it it phone, is trying to be everything. It is trying it's to it, be everything. It wants to be a... Yeah. Yeah. And also, bear in mind, that is a company running Facebook. It's not a public service. It's not a right. public restroom that someone comes in and cleans up after you and uses taxpayer dollars. It is a private company. They make money off of everything you like, everything you post, everything you say. Those algorithms are organized to bring things to you. Advertising is targeted to you. They're making more
3: money off of you than you as a person are actually worth to them. So is that also saying though, maybe that's why Facebook has lost its charm. It's gone from being innovative to just being- A publicly traded company. Exactly. Yes, yeah, I, I would argue so
2: because- <laughs> I think that's a deeper political discussion. Yeah. Well, but. <laughs> but it's also important because Facebook attracted us because it was it's a community. Yeah. It, yeah. it was a place where we could go to talk to friends. Is it so relevant anymore if it's a place to
0: get used essentially? Oh yeah, you're, you're not the customer, you're the product. You, you are, are, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. You are a product. So, that's actually my main other reason for keeping Facebook is because soon in the future I'm going to actually start a photography business, so I need to have a public plate, I need to have a public face and a public, you know, page for it's that. It's more type approachable of, than a LinkedIn. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, oh yeah, for I would sure. leave
0: Facebook today if I didn't admin on pages where I needed to be. People right. read it. You exactly. Know, you, you have to be yeah. there. You, you have, have to. No, I, I'd be relevant in this, today's society. I treat my Facebook like
2: a job interview. Uh, I'm I'm very careful as to what I post on there and I'll go back and change things. Like the year in review thing I actually love because it allows me to slowly (laughs) edit and whitelist and blacklist my past and just alter (laughs) things ever so slightly. So you'll never know if I was in a relationship with someone (laughs) or if I actually was at an event. You'll never really know because the internet's not real, kids.
1: It's not real. I find myself going back to all my old posts, and like, I shouldn't have said that. Got, didn't really get many likes anyways so I'm pretty sure nobody saw that mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just going to delete it now
0: yeah. my, my wake up call was at the end of 2016 um, they posted that year in review video mm-hmm. and I watched it and it was literally just memes, it was memes. So I was like, this is my life, my life is memes. Yeah. And then it shows the very end, it's like, how many things have you liked? It was like 50,000 likes, so I was like, what have I been doing with my life? I, like, I, I counted it, that's like 30 likes a day, that's that's, that's awesome. where I am in my life, so I I've yeah. cut back a lot. Scroll
2: back on what you've liked and posted in the last week and see if you remember half of it. Just do a, little, do a little experiment and be like. I try to keep and
1: also, Facebook's like really things. complicated with all like its like privacy stuff. Like sometimes you can like something, but then you're thinking that you're just liking it, but then everybody, your every one of your friends sees it, and it gets awkward. So I'm mm. more careful about what I like because yeah, like, I don't weird. want it. Yeah. When you I see don't someone it.
4: like something, you're like, I don't think they knew everyone could yeah. see yeah. that they sometimes, liked like,
1: feed <laughs> And I'll look at the news feed like, whoa, why is that guy, no, I shouldn't right.
2: be looking at him. <laughs> well, like, I personally do not like Arby's. I don't like the food, I don't like the, the- But how do you Harvard. feel about okay. their social media? Is, their social media
0: is fantastic. It is, Their right? advertising
2: <laughs> is genius, but I don't actually like
0: Arby's. It gives me a stomachache.
2: So it was around the time that I got, like, a coupon for Arby's in the mail at my oh, house. Oh, wow. <laughs> And it was shortly after liking their page that I was like, no, I don't actually like Arby's. I just
3: like Arby's.
2: Does that make sense to you? (laughs) You like their media, you just don't like their food.
3: I really like their video game paper crafts. I I don't really care for their sandwiches, though. They're they're speaking (laughs) my language here, but
2: I don't like Arby's. Well, next time, get me the (laughs) keypops. Got a bundle of them because apparently I, I like They're, more than art. They keep trying. They <laughs> have have
3: y'all have y'all noticed the thing about how sometimes it will actually pick up on your voice?
2: Oh, it's yeah. creepy. Yeah,
3: oh, yeah. that, Wait, that is creepy when you, you talk Facebook. about something. If you talk about something, no, you'll see, get an ad for I it, it not like not half let, an hour yes, later. I do that not is let my
4: creepy. Phone
0: yeah. Facebook cannot have control of my microphone, my camera, my location, my contacts. I do not give them that info. I don't like it. You're on Android, right? It always asks me to. I don't even like
1: doing the thing for photos on Facebook. Like, if I try to save a photo, it won't let me until I, like, Give it like permission. Mm. So I'll screenshot it. But <laughs> 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 wow. like, I'm not gonna upload my stuff because we'll then do this. my fear is that one night I'm just gonna be like half asleep and accidentally like, press the button and all my photos will be uploaded to Facebook. Oh <laughs> god. Like that would freak me out. That's that's a nightmare. I've always all yeah. these random stuff. Did I hit the right photo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> double check, triple check. That meme's yeah.
2: a little too spicy for this audience. <laughs> 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 they can't handle this. <laughs>
1: I'll keep that. Twice. They won't they won't get <laughs> the joke. <laughs> and that's what Instagram's for, <laughs>
2: <laughs> right? Uh, no, I mean, like,
3: Instagram, I feel, is pretty solid as a social media platform. I think it's. I, I, I like think, Instagram. I think people got. I think what if it Instagram stays. For. I think it stays yeah. literally how it is. It won't. People, it needs to be perfect like that. People
2: understood what Instagram was for, and they knew what it was doing. And they're like, "Okay, we get this. Yeah, we we got it. Everybody has their own little corner of Instagram, and yeah. it's it's very it's the picture part of MySpace that exactly Twitter doesn't provide. The big one right
0: now that we haven't talked about those. Snapchat. <laughs> do I look sixteen to you? You don't use. Snapchat. You don't use Snapchat. Don't it drains my days. phone battery because it they does. won't
2: fix the Android. Okay,
0: app. yeah, I'll agree with that. One. That's a technical issue. Aside from
2: that, Snapchat was great when, like,
0: you know, I had friends in time. But okay. now, have you heard about the Snap Glasses? Yes. What do you What do you think? Is oh, that what is this? I just yeah. found out about that. It's this like, it's like Google Glass. It's their oh. glasses, oh. So, and then you can you push a little button, yeah. and yeah. then you get like a. Your you you record for like recordings.
2: 10 seconds and it's neat because it's all from your perspective. And it, and it lights up story. to let your friends know that you're recording them. That's dumb. And then it goes to your story. Well, I mean... You could literally just hold your phone up and get it from your perspective anyway. No, Snap, Snapchat to me is like tabloid magazines for your friends. But also tablet magazines because they sponsor Snapchat
3: and they have their little articles. There. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Snapchat to me is, is garbage media. Personally, this is just me. It's garbage media because... A, it just disappears instantly. It doesn't even get, well, it gets archived. But, you know, you don't see it
0: for after 24 hours.
2: B, you're on the go anyway, so it's all, like, out of breath and shaking. (laughs) (laughs) Or C, it's some celebrity who has someone else holding a separate phone uploaded to their Snapchat account, and they're like, I'm perfect right now, and I'm about to go on stage. And you're like, all right, well, clearly your entire life is staged. You're perfect for this. It's it's the target audience for the ADD teenager. So, and you're it's
1: saying bam. is you use Snapchat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I'm saying is, I hate the app because it drains my battery too quickly, and I can't use it as and it makes my phone hot. And I do like their augmented reality software; they've gotten really good at that. That is a really they have. interesting. Feature. It is. It's awesome. The I face like swapping. Seeing, yeah, I, I love that technology. That's probably the best thing Snapchat's done. Yeah, it's I love amazing. that technology. The technology behind
0: it is fantastic. Now What's driving it right now is is that technology because it's you've got a captive audience. You're playing with that. You're staring at. They have the sponsored you know lay out um, whatever they're called you know layovers. You have the sponsored layovers and uh, and so someone's staring at at the McDonald's logo or the Lexus logo for a good fifteen to thirty seconds Mm -hmm. and so. Yeah, they they have a way to measure that because Snapchat
2: I- just launched as a publicly traded company, yeah. right? They did and that. it peaked at twenty eight eighty four on Friday, March third at eleven a.m. So they're they're getting they're getting traded at a higher value than the New York Times. But this is all value. dependent on like yeah how
0: many shares you know.
2: and and it also you know are they gonna continue like this? Are
0: they gonna be able to hold it out? What do they actually do? Like But I think it's pretty telling because once Facebook went public, theirs was like way overvalued and mm-hmm. then you look at the graph and it crashes straight into the news. Mm-hmm. So and
2: then people were like, oh that, we know why the, we're investing
0: now. That upward yeah.
2: momentum is they figured weird. out that Facebook is worth investing in because of Abbott. Mm-hmm. That that's it's it's the largest information collecting machine. It's Big Brother, but we volunteered for it. I hate to sound like that guy, but it's my, true. I love Big Brother. The show. <laughs> my <laughs> aunt does
3: too. Man. Oh really? See, really? She's I was obsessed. watching it for quite a few times. I've watched season two.
1: Oh <laughs> my god! My best god. friend's
4: mom loves the show. She's seen all of them. I get the feeds. It's, it's so scripted. <laughs> it's not scripted. Shut up,
2: Jay. <laughs> Reality TV isn't real, which leads into something that else. It's want only to not scripted
3: whenever they're in between the parts where it has the like. We will be back shortly. And then it's like yeah. it's like that for like two hours, and then you see something happen for like six hours, and then they go back to that. Because they're doing competition, guys. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> so so the, the pause menu is <laughs> the, the unscripted bit? That's the real life? Basically. Sweet. No, but that does tie into what I want to talk about yeah. with the, the war on media. Gotcha. But, yeah. but that's next week, right? Was that next week? The that's
1: war on media right. was big news. Is,
0: Oh, I yeah. mean, okay. I, I I can we can go back. To we the can fake go case. back.
2: Yeah, I can tell you, and this actually ties in perfectly with Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So so so, what is it when 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 satire and imagination and reality just mash, and it's really difficult to tell what's real? Anymore?
1: I don't know. Tell us, Trey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like it's honestly, when Trump got elected, everyone was like, I can't believe it's happening, and it's some surreal. people were, it's, yeah. surreal, it's, it's surreal, right? The sublime. Right? So. They call it hyperreality. This is a pretty you know, breaking uh, field in philosophy that the best way to explain it is Disneyland. Disneyland is constructed from the ground up to make you feel like you are in a magical kingdom. You know you're not in a magical kingdom, but you get caught up in it and then you're like, ah, oh, it's cheery music and look, the building's and the castle and it's like perspective. And everyone who works there is required to smile, and everyone is required to say I've set a set few number of lines. Like, it is constructed to be Disneyland in reality. But hyper reality is this construction of reality. So, one of the things that we were asked was, why is Trump making war with the media? And what I figured out was that Trump is. Trump is a media icon. He came into our attention as Americans in the 80s when you start getting introduced to the 24-hour news network cycle, when celebrities started being interviewed constantly and became a public figure, when, when a face of a company meant something other than, oh, he's a baron of tires and cars, right? So Trump is a celebrity, and he was a celebrity before he was ever a politician. Right? So I figured out that there's four faces to Trump. And that is the celebrity, the businessman, uh, the person that he actually is, and then the politician. Have we ever seen that uh, third face?
0: No. person he actually is? No. <laughs> I
2: think the only person to have ever seen that would probably have been his wife and his like, children. And, and the
3: Russian prostitutes that have no. on the <laughs> <back>. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Ooh. <laughs> we'll have to yeah. <laughs> but the, yeah, Just kidding, guys. Whatever, you know? we'll
2: but the reason I say that is because social media is also hyper reality. Yeah, you construct an image, a face for everyone to see. If you were completely one hundred percent honest all the time on social media, like one.
0: They ain't gonna cut it. Like people are gonna get really. hmm. Yeah, I don't it. want to see my bathroom breaks.
2: They don't.
3: They don't want that side of you. They don't want the boring
2: side, and they show it by not liking
3: stuff. Alternatively, right? if you yeah. made a Twitter that was nothing but your bathroom breaks, you'd be fired. <laughs> <laughs> but even that's a control. <laughs> that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: So it, it, you're you're making a persona. You're, yeah. Like, yeah. You're constructing a persona. Uh, you know. That's so with anything. Yeah. So
2: Trump has these multiple faces that are all personas, and we all have. Them. Right. But in the 80s, when you were in charge of a business, when you were running a business, and the media became more privatized and became a publicly traded entity, the media became a business. And when you're a businessman and another business is attacking you, like Pepsi runs an ad saying, we're the best soda in the country. Coca-Cola responds by saying, no, you're not. Uh, Verizon says, we have the best service in the country. AT&T says, no, you're not. CNN says that Trump is talking to Russia daily and Trump says, That's wrong. That's fake. It's a business deal. Right. It's a business response to a business. I don't think we've seen Trump the president yet. I don't know if we're going to get to see Trump the president because the man is in his seventies and you kinda of run out of new tricks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: And he's not very good at, you know, coaching. He doesn't take well to that. He tends to just do his thing. So I, I don't know if we're gonna get to see Trump as a president, but I can tell you that Trump's war on the media, war, quote unquote, is classic business strategy. It's it's no matter how much they throw at you, all you have to say is, no, no, that's, that's just, no, it's not true. So, yeah.
0: hyper-reality. And on, on that note, I think it's telling that he uses Facebook as his main means of communication or Twitter yeah Facebook yeah. and Twitter yeah he yeah. uses
2: social media to talk to you and also that's the other thing so the difference between because all politicians use hyper reality all politicians have a message they their stuff right they everyone has an agenda. The difference is Trump has two Twitter accounts. First of all Trump is on Twitter our president is on Twitter and he is posting daily. second, He has an audience larger than any president before him because he is on Twitter. He's no longer just making State of the Union addresses. He's no longer just doing photo ops. He is just speaking into the ether and people are listening. Whether you like it or repost it, you are listening to it. So that is bringing his reality, his hyper-reality, where he's saying CNN is fake news, New York Times is failing, into reality. And that can affect our reality his hyper-reality so can then become. There's reality. a name for
0: this. Yeah, it's called mainstream. Yeah. So it goes back to kind of back to the the uh, fake news media stuff that we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier. But there's people on Facebook. They post something. There's these fake newsy websites that are like blogs. They're not real. There's not a lot of money in them. They yeah. post some. They post. They take that. They recycle it. They post it. Yeah. That post gets picked up by the AM talk radio people. They run with that story. Then, you have Fox News picks it up, and they run with the story. And then Donald Trump sees it, and then posts it, and then it goes back to the people on Facebook. And it's this cycle of these stories just get upcycled, essentially, mm-hmm. and it, they get passed around. And it's yeah. it's a vicious cycle. When it's uh, mainstreaming of these, when when I was in community college,
2: I was being dumb, and I think it was April sixteenth. Uh, I decided to try spreading a rumor and I said Snooki died you know Snooky from Jersey Shore I was like Snooki. she's dead Snooky died today guys and all well, the
3: <laughs> no one well she was 12 in at the time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no one really decided to look into it they
2: were just like oh my god have you heard Snooky died did anyone look into Snooky died mm-hmm. and it got spread so quickly that by the end of the day I got online and there were articles talking about Snooky having died I couldn't remember if it just came out of the ether in my head or if there was an article prior that had said Snooki died. It became mainstream at that so point.
1: You're saying you perpetuated fake news, correct? Way to go, <laughs> Tree.
2: That's how quickly it can go though. You don't even have to have the intention. You can just say something that gets yeah. misheard. Okay. But when you have the power and status of the president of the United States mm-hmm. and people will listen to you, whether they believe you or not, they will listen to you. And they will repost you that can affect reality. If the president keeps saying that the New York Times is failing, how soon until him saying the New York Times is failing actually has an effect on the stock value of the New York Times,
0: and they actually do fail? So I guess we're all looking at reality, like Sam here, with one eye, blind, trying to figure out what is real and what isn't.
3: Exactly, yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow, yeah. So uh, on, that on that note, On that yeah, that's... <laughs> I love how we tied all that
2: around. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> bringing it back around, just like the rumor mill.
1: Right. So in closing, I think, Lindsay, you had a server story for us. Later. Yeah, so... Uh, well, explain what we, what do you do, you do?
4: So I wait tables as most or many college students do, not most many, so but... Uh, most <laughs> many. <laughs> uh, I just want to tell you the, one of the funniest things that I've ever seen. And it uh, is why I always ask, even when it's pretty obvious, if someone's done with their plate. So I was working and I was walking by one of my tables, noticed that their dish was empty. So I just casually wasn't going to say anything. They were talking. I just casually walked by, pick it up. The guy grabs it out of my hand and puts it back on the table. I look and he's like, oh, I'm going to finish that. I thought he was just being funny. He's like, oh, haha, ha, you know, you're funny. Yeah. Not really, but I'm going to take this. So I grabbed it again, and he he did the same thing. He's like, no, I'm I'm going to lick it clean. Oh, and I was like, oh, that's really funny. And I didn't know. I thought maybe he wanted, like, bread or something. Things just went, the like, juice. zero to 100. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, right then. And then oh, I walk my. away, and I just kind of keep an eye on his table. Grown man, 40-year-old you know in his 40s middle-aged grown man picks up the plate and literally licks it clean oh no
2: oh no did he leave a good tip because the food was that good like, i mean but
0: yeah that's a good problem to have what was he not have to scrub as hard right? <laughs> yeah, I
4: guess. But, so i always ask so if you think it's weird if your server asks if you're done with the plate and that's it's empty empty and it's obvious you're done Maybe someone uh, licked it clean before.
2: It's <laughs> a good note. To <laughs> <laughs> Have you spotted any other, like, people licking plates clean? Yeah, it um, a thing. Like, is this a trend? A Does it happen day. on <laughs> Wednesday nights? Is it like, well, it's hump day, might as well, you know, look That possible. was the
4: first time that I witnessed it with my own eyes. I've seen little kids first, do I, it, but uh, uh, a grown man. That's oh, understandable. That's that's cool.
0: unique. Well, if you're listening, man. You're listening.
2: Yeah, that was weird. I hope it was as delicious as As, it sounded. (laughs) I hope so too, man. What? What do you remember? What the meal was?
4: Um, it was one of those places where you kind of put together your own.
2: Wait, so you're telling me he licked the plate clean on a buffet? Yeah, Yeah.
3: he could have gotten more. (laughs) Well. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody even, like, yeah. you just get another plate. Well, I mean, well, so well, why would, would you clean, need
2: right? to do that? You <laughs> <laughs> just eat till you're full.
1: And on that note, guys, thank you for listening and have a great day. Have a great spring break. Yeah, spring bro. break. Yeah. Whenever this comes out, spring have a great break whatever break. it is.
4: It's a spring break time.